Hello and welcome to livealittlehigher.com. This week we continue learning Pirkeavot, Ethics of the Fathers, and we're in chapter 5, Mishnah 20, which says, any dispute that is for the sake of heaven will have a con constructive outcome, but one that is not for the sake of heaven will not have a constructive outcome. What sort of dispute was for the sake of heaven? The dispute between Hillel and Shammai. And which was not for the sake of heaven, the dispute of Korah and his entire company. So what the Mishnah is telling us is that we all can agree to disagree. And uh, people have their own ways of looking at life, of feeling, of relating to the world. Not every, we're not made all the same and we're not meant to be thinking the same way. But nevertheless, when we have a dispute with somebody, it has to be a holy dispute. If it's not for the sake of heaven, really it's not even worth fighting because it's useless. It's not something that is going to be transcendental. It's not something that's going to uh, survive. And, and at the end of the day, any machlokets, any fighting amongst people because I think this and I think that and I think and I think and I think, at the end of the day, it ruins relationships and it never brings anything good. It, it, there's no, not, nobody wins, it's, it, everybody loses. So a number of commentaries translate this Mishnah as any dispute that is for the sake of heaven will endure. And the endurance of the dispute appears to have a positive value. They explain that disputants that are not motivated by their self-glorification but rather by pursuit of truth will give rise to opinions that will stand the test of time. Uh, and Rabbi Israel of Salant, he says, he was the, the he said that, that it gives a rather, he gives a rather novel interpretation to the portion of this Mishnah. He says, he stated that people are often motivated to assume a particular position because it is to their advantage and they may be so bright by the benefits they expect to derive that they conceive, con convince themselves that their position is indeed correct. So we have a um, capacity of, of, of self, uh, self um, how do you say that, self-convincement. Uh, we can always convince ourselves from anything and, uh, and that we can even come to believe a certain thing. Like right now, all these conspiracy theories that are coming out from, from different sources about the COVID. You know, maybe yes, maybe no, who knows? But a person can come to be so focused on that and so, um, so into it that he can believe that that's the only truth. And then it's very hard for him to believe that something else is the reality. So what he's saying, is that the most difficult bias of all to overcome is when a person is convinced that he's championing the greater glory of God. So when a person thinks that he's fighting something in the name of Hashem, that's the hardest one to, to, to break. So there is, I remember a story of Rabbi, um, of, of a, I forgot the name of that Rabbi, Maybe it will come back to me, but I remember the story. So this rabbi, he's telling the story of this person that he used to wake up in the morning and go out to his porch and get his newspaper. And um, 
he loved to sit in his porch, read the newspaper and drink his coffee. But suddenly, every time he came out to his porch, he saw that the newspaper was already, had already been read. Someone had already taken it and read it and left it semi-folded for him for later on. So the, the, the man, this, this person that owned this newspaper got very upset. He was very upset and he went to his, to his rabbi and he went to his rabbi and he said, you know, I'm very upset at this neighbor. I'm going to call him and I'm going to tell him, you know what? Like, it's, it's unbelievable that he comes in early in the morning because he, he woke up earlier to see what was going on with the newspaper and he saw that his neighbor came earlier than him and an hour earlier and read the newspaper and he was very upset. He thought, what a chutzpah, how this is really taking advantage of me. And he was very upset and maybe he's right, you know? Maybe it's not the right, that's not the right thing to, to do. At least the neighbor should have asked him, is it okay with you if I read your newspaper? Can you give it to me after you read it? Or do you mind if I read it before you read it? You know, that would have been the honest thing to do by the neighbor. So you can justify anything and the guy has all the right to call the neighbor and tell him everything. But this rabbi, Rabbi Mansur, I remember the name of the rabbi, Rabbi Mansur said to this man, says, you know what, machlokets are not good. This is not a, a fight uh, that is gonna endure. It's nothing good is gonna come out of it. It's a machlokets and machlokets really don't bring anything good. This is like a fight of Korah. It's not gonna endure. It's not for the sake of heaven. What Hashem would want you to do is get your neighbor, if it bothers you so much that he is taking advantage of your newspaper and he comes and he reads it before you and he never asks you, buy him a subscription. And so the guy looked at him, why should I pay $120 for a subscription for my neighbor? This is ridiculous. And Rabbi Mansur said to him, machlokets are not good. It's terrible. It's terrible. It's cheaper to get the $120 subscription and give it to your neighbor. And in that way, you're going to see everything falls into place. And, um, and it's a cheap way to get out of this and there's no fighting and it's decent and this is what Hashem would want you to do. This is the godly way. So the man against his will, he followed his rabbi's, uh, his rab his rabbi's uh, response and he got the neighbor a subscription for the newspaper so he wouldn't use his newspaper before. And like the day, two days later, the neighbor calls him up and says, I'm so sorry, I feel so bad. I never thought it would have bothered you that I read the newspaper before you. I, I, I didn't do it with bad intentions. It was not, uh, I wasn't trying to be, um, you know, ad take advantage of you. I just thought, you know, the newspaper, you read it, you throw it away. I said, why, why waste another subscription? I don't think my neighbor would mind. But I see that it was wrong of me, I should have asked. I really am calling to ask you for Mejila, for forgiveness. And that was the end of the story. The neighbors never fought. They still saw each other every day, good morning, good morning. They didn't have a bad feeling one for the other. And the, the, the peace between them really, that's what's eternal. So we see with Rabbi Hillel and Rabbi Shammai that they always were disputing. They, 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 we hear the stories, this one said this, this one said that. They were completely opposite one from the other. And they were always disputing. It was like, I think Rabbi Shammai died before Rabbi Hillel and when he died, Rabbi Hillel was 
Beyond himself, he was so sad because he had nobody else that would go against him when he was learning. So, but we see that the dispute of Rabbi Hillel and Rabbi Shammai was for the God of, of, of for the sake of heaven. They were never fighting amongst each other. They even had the Shabbat together. They married their kids together. They were mahutan one with the other, and they loved each other very much. Their, their fighting was not personal. It was to see what God wants from us. That was their, their fight. But on the other hand, we see that Korah, Korah's dispute, in which he took all these men to go against Moshe Rabbeinu and Aaron, eh, because he believed that the, everybody should be a Kohen, eh, didn't end well. They, they ended up, the, 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 the ground ended up swallowing them and killing them. Uh, so we see that anything that is for the sake of heaven that has no uh, personal agenda that is not about you, your ego, but about what's right, what does God want from me, is transcendental, it's, it's holy. But whatever is from our ego will never, will never endure. So I wish you a blessed week and remember, live a little higher. Thank you.